You're listening to Downtown Lowdown, conversations about beautiful downtown Farmington, Michigan. I'm Joni Hubrid, your host, and today I'm talking with Kate Knight, Farmington Downtown Development Authority Director, about food trucks, juice bars, and other business. There has been a little discussion at the council level about food trucks again. So are we going to have some food trucks down here this summer with the concerts and all the events that are going on? That's a great question. I I don't know what the controversy is really. We have food trucks in ordinance. Yeah, we allow food trucks to come in. It was created, this ordinance was created with a lot of consideration just a few years ago. You know, it's a it's a popular touch point. I, I think it's an oversimplification to say that you know you want to you want to open up the floodgates. Um, you know, but we, we don't allow food trucks. Not the case. The DDA uses food trucks to complement events that are planned. Mm-hmm. There's a permit process. There was a, there was some discussion at city council by like, a, a party inferring that it was over encumbrance to have insurance or you know a health inspection. That's not the case. Um, any any food truck that we allow downtown would have their restaurants are wheels. That's sure. no surprise sure. for them. It's wherever you go. Yeah. Any environment where you think it feels thrown together and has a festival atmosphere, which we all love. Who doesn't yeah. want a food truck? There's actually a lot of regulation and consideration that goes into that. Sure. sure. And that goes for any any you know a concrete platform out in, in an industrial park mm-hmm. um, and I think that there's room to embrace those scenes um, and infuse food trucks but we don't have a, an environment a built environment to support that downtown here right. in our right. downtown every downtown's different we like a little uh, notice with a permit because it allows us to make sure those food trucks have uh, electrical hookup mm-hmm. um, that we're considering you know the trash that's generated and, and parking and it's not there was a thought or a statement I think that said you know we, we can't it's ridiculous that we can't just have a food truck roll up on a Friday night to a concert we will never advocate for that we will never advocate for that it's uh, you can't just cook hot dogs in your garage and show up and sell them at really True. With a little planning, we help, but we just need to know so we can make it a safe and successful event. But really, the reason we're doing these these programs is to support our downtown businesses mm-hmm. as well. So True. it's a it's a careful balance, it's an ongoing conversation. When we do select a food truck, we make sure that they're not selling a cuisine offered by one of our downtown restaurants. I mean, that doesn't that's not really. Does yeah. offer a different choice, yeah. and then the uh, the flip side of that that yin yang is that we like to generate trips into downtown. So we recognize that someone coming in for a cuisine experience, let's say we've got a Korean kimchi barbecue food truck, awesome. No one else offers that downtown. Right. Uh, if you're coming in to experience that and, and and taste that food truck, you you weren't coming in to have. You know, hot roast dinner elsewhere, right? It's, <laughs> right. A, it's a different customer. Right. But exactly. while they're here, you know, they're hot. Maybe they want to come in and have a nice tea or dessert at, at a restaurant. Or they discover, yeah. they remember other other businesses who are here. Sure. So it's a real, it's a complex consideration. A lot of thought has been put into the ordinance we have, which we mm-hmm. think makes it fair with opportunities for everyone. And in fact, we have uh, merchants who do use the ordinance with great, great success. Farmington Brewing Company. Yes. That they're a great example. Three times a year, they bring in food offerings behind mm-hmm. their brewery. It's super. 
It's super. And they, they're very good about working with their neighbors. They're not looking to conflict with, with cuisine types. We're working with another partner downtown, a downtown business. They'd like to do a little series. Some of their first words were, we like to do it on this night when we know it's a Monday. Mm-hmm. We know that a lot of our restaurants are closed. We certainly don't want to step on anyone's toes. We'll carefully consider you know, what, what we already have. Um, so I think it's just a matter of being thoughtful. And we're using food trucks out of the ground. The DDA uses food trucks. It's a compliment. And we understand the vibrancy that they bring. But uh, we will never advocate for a gorilla roll up and <laughs> sling it. Gotcha. That's not, uh, that's not a carefully considered thought. We have to. Go to Eastern yeah. Market, Joni. Yeah. The street performers are permitted. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's only $5, but you can't just show up. I did not know that. A lot of work goes into all the syndicate, right? And oh, sure. there's a lot of regulation and rules and so many hours of, <laughs> of time to create this, uh, what seems like an effortless atmosphere. An effortless atmosphere. Yeah. That, that we love here right. in downtown Farmington. And the public doesn't need to worry about that. There's, yeah. we, have, uh, we have a process that certainly works. If you just ask us about it, we help people with it all the time. Okay. All right. Well, we're looking forward to some fun and music and art uh, in downtown Farmington this summer. I oh, think it's going to be it's, great. We're all uh, grateful that we're at a point where we can emerge and uh, gather together. Yeah. We're yeah. seeing lots of traffic. Lots of visitors downtown. It's good for our businesses. It's good, good for, for our community. Yeah, good for farming. We have a we have a series of middle school band concerts at Riley Park. Were you aware of this? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I did see that. That's I wonderful. Saw the, yep, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, the way this gets used is, see, I was sitting here thinking this morning before you showed up that this used to be a big old parking lot. Can you imagine? You know, Twenty years ago when I came to town, this was just asphalt, and now it's green and vibrant and people are sitting and talking and enjoying themselves and and they'll park for more a little further out to walk in that's yes, really a non-issue <laughs> yes, you know and we haven't even mentioned dearborn music oh my gosh well, how did I mean, we how did we forget dearborn music excitement you know that and that's the thing is there's always something happening in downtown farmington <laughs> Yes. So, so Dearborn Music is is they're still planning to open in July. They're or trying. That? They're um, yeah. I just poked my head in, and they're furiously building out. It's going to be a lot of fun, and they're generating interest from others who would like to come down and be a part of it. We don't have much vacancy downtown. You know, this this Dearborn Music is such a great story. Gus Barn left before the pandemic. That was part of a real. Right. national movement with big box retailers despite the success of this local location it was really an anomaly mm-hmm. uh, it's always been a busy vibrant uh, piece of downtown and, and forever who you know whoever's in there they've, they've had those analytics as well right. so Dearborn Music liked what was happening they liked the vibrancy and the, the feel I mean kombucha sculptures live music with a couple of national retailers thrown in too True. with their mom and pops so yeah I think it's the business mix is really starting to uh, evolve and gel. And you mentioned Mathnesium just briefly before this. This, right? this yes. eclectic mix. Yes, of, uh, going into the old uh, eye doctor place. That's yes. right, over at Dubin. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, it's real mixed. We have a run on healthy options with juice and smoothies. I know. I saw Two this. The second great yeah. options downtown at virtually yeah. the same time. It's amazing. And tell me a little bit about that, because I know that there is some 
economic, I don't know what you'd call, not a theory, but there's there's some sense to having two like businesses in roughly yes, the same location. Yes. So we have a business mix wish list and we, we solicit, we're always communicating with entrepreneurs, businesses, developers we think would be a good fit for, mm-hmm. for Farmington, but we don't ultimately choose. So, you know, it's always very helpful. And, you know, on social media, for example, when someone says, you need to, or how could you locate a, a something, something downtown? Well, really, it's not your choice. It's not our choice. Yeah, we, we steer hard, but we don't get to make those decisions. We have a couple of great brokers, actually, who represent our property owners, one being mm-hmm. here at Groves Retail and another at Glenuna. Frankly, they, they turn inquiries away to find find good solutions. I mean, they know that a pet store would be a, a fabulous fit. Sure. Um, again, it was a corporate decision, not not an indication of the support and fanatic customer base here for pets in right. downtown. Right. Tolan and Family Pets. I mean, they're marvelous. Oh, yeah. Right? You can't make this stuff up. I mean, they're, they're doing the, well. It, we have independents coming in. Juice is a it's an indication of what's popular in the market, mm-hmm. and they've identified. I think Beyond has more than twenty locations. Yeah. So there's a, they're a regional company. Yep. Um, so I guess you could consider them local. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also have Sip around the corner, and Talia Thomas there is tremendous. She's activated yeah. a space that had been long dormant, uh, and that story alone lift her up. It's like Starbucks and an independent coffee shop. I mean, you have devotees of both certainly enough for everyone. I've, I've heard that Blue Hat is going to open in the Masonic Hall. Eventually. Eventually. So we'll and have, that will be great. And we'll have an, an independent, we'll have Starbucks. And, and the Apothecary. Now they'll have some representation for being open by Founders Festival. That's their goal. It may not be fully yep. complete. And they're, they're, are they inside Tracerelli? Yes, good question. Okay. That's, that's the location. It's uh, our longtime beloved retailer, Tracerelli Boutique, behind, tucked in next to the back patio of Mimosa, right. behind Williams Family Sports Medicine. They've actually carved a little bit of space out of the, the, the doctor's office there, all in the same, same group there. So it will have retail and then really unique independent roaster and coffee and espresso with the patio. I, I mean... It's wonderful. We've got room for it all in downtown Farmington. <laughs> we do. We do. We've been saying that for the last few years. We could support three independent coffee shops. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for taking some time. I know you are busy. You have so much to do, and I really appreciate the time for the conversation. Johnny, I will always make time to talk about downtown with you. It's a great joy. Thank you for thinking of us and asking great questions. You're welcome. Anytime.